welcome back to Ravnica. Level six. Level six. So we are back, folks. How's everybody doing out there? I've never been grander, Aaron. Good. You know, we're level six, right? Amazing. We love level six. We got our regular old cast of characters. Do we want to introduce ourselves to each other once more? Yeah, sure. Amazing. Let's go in alphabetical order by your real person first name. I am Aaron Thompson, and I will be your dungeon master for the evening. A fun fact about me is one time, this is so strange, but it'll make sense in the grand scheme of things. I told my grandparents that for my birthday, I wanted a pet turtle. And then without clearing it with my mom, my grandparents just bought me a turtle and just delivered it to my house. God bless. And my mom was like, what the fuck am I supposed to do with this? (laughs) And then I had a turtle for a couple years. What did you name it? I named it a bunch of different things because I was at that age where like names don't have permanence. So I called him Slidey for a bit. I used to call him Donatello. I like went in between. I called him Fireball for a time. Because he was a red-eared slider, so he had, like, red patches on his neck. Oh, it's not because you were a Pitbull fan? I was absolutely <laughs> not. Look at me in my face and ask if I'm a Pitbull fan. I named my turtle after my favorite rapper. <laughs> Uno, dos, tres. Anywho, speaking about fire artists, um, we have Elisa Hoover. That's right, the most fire artist in the room, I'd say. I'm kidding. Oh. No, that's a joke. <laughs> Hello, I'm Elisa, Elisa Hoover of the Georgia Hoovers, and I'm playing. <laughs> Is that your fun fact? <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, yes, I'm playing Katarina Novakevna. And my fun fact about Katarina today is that she never wears shoes with heels less than three and a half inches high. Rightfully so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't know if it was a fun fact about our character or ourselves, but I'm Josh Karam, and the fun fact about myself and, let's say, Zizia, Zizia Nodov as well is that we're both second-generation Sonic the Hedgehog fans and avid historians of the franchise. Uh, Ask us a Sonic question, we'll have an answer. What? <laughs> that, you cannot just—you can't canonize Sonic the Hedgehog in my world. No, ask me about Sonic the Hedgehog. Do it. I'll have an answer. What year was Sonic created? Uh, Sonic was created um, 0 BC for Sonic the Hedgehog is our Lord and Savior. Oh, my. That's concerning. What? <laughs> is there someone else that I'm and not missing? a seamless transition to uh, ABCDUT. Rachel Barkalo. Well, thank you. Okay, yes. Uh, my name is Rachel, and I am playing the lovable, fictional, barbarian minotaur Nurikov, still with my atrocious Russian accent. Some things just never change. Yeah, little fun fact about Nurikov is he had a torrid romance with a well-known Selesnya healer. Ooh. Who was it? Um, I don't know any canonical characters, so I made her up. Her name yeah, is Philomena. She's a wood elf. Mm. Scandalous. Wow. Did it end messily or are they on good no, terms? No, 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 no. They're, they're still friends. Um, they possibly st- will still have a thing for each other. I wrote down, is she the one? Who knows? <laughs> I love that. I don't know. With a name like Philomena, she's probably hard to pin down. Like, I don't know. That's, she seems a little bit. The one that got away. <laughs> she might be. She might be. And last but certainly not least, 
here for that grand slam of character intros, we have Ryan. Is it Nagelsmith or Nogglesmith or Nagelsmith? Nagelsmith. N- so my name is Ryan N- Nagel. Yeah. Ah. Like a bagel. Exactly. Thank you for that. I haven't heard that since like high school. Oh, I'm so <laughs> sorry. No, it's fine. Well, welcome back. <laughs> yep. So my name is Ryan Nailsmith, and I am playing Cinder, which is a bard. And the fun fact about Cinder is he plays the cello very well, but he also fancies the triangle. Oh. <laughs> is it the electric triangle electric or the regular mark? one? <laughs> that is not where I thought you were going with that. <laughs> I was ready for like he has an eye for like betting on horse races. Right, but, like, yes. no. no other answer. The electric triangle. Can you imagine? <laughs> it could be nothing else. Uh, the perfect instrument. <laughs> wow. I mean, if we're thinking Rakdos here, is there a more appropriate instrument than an electric no. triangle? Absolutely. Not. I am envisioning it's like black and has spikes. So it's even more dangerous than the usual electric triangle. (laughs) My art is pain. (laughs) Every so often it actually electrocutes you. Yeah, just for spice. All right, well, let's, um, let's get started. So the last we left our characters, they had been on a wild goose chase of a night that then ended up with them in their very own Betty Buys. Remembering very little. I mean, I guess we'll see what they actually remember. But whatever fleeting memories they do have from that night at the Hellkite Club are quickly forgotten as the new year approaches and the city begins to make its preparations for the week. There's a formal parade that runs down the Transguild Promenade, that's our like main event for the night, and it will run through the 10th District Plaza and spill over onto Tin Street, which for many Ravnikans is where the real party begins. And so we find ourselves on New Year's Eve Eve, the day before the day of the new year, right? So it's like December 29th. But it's Ravnica days. December 30th? Yeah. Math is really hard. We're starting strong. It's the December 30th of the Magic the Gathering universe. And so people are hustling to and fro, setting up all of their decorations. It's a beautiful sunny day. It feels as though spring has really sprung in Ravnica. And um, anyone with a business or home along the parade route is already hard at work hanging their bright banners and paper lanterns for the festivities to come. Would everyone like to describe in what ways they are preparing for the festivities in the day before New Year's? Zizia has brought together a lot of the foot soldiers or the fresh-faced recruits of the Magic Universe together in the Boros Legion and is running them through a lot of marching drills similar to the changing of the guard. She gathers them all together and says, Remember, we count each pace when we march, and we always turn on the inside foot, for it is not also flashy and cool, but it also shows the strength and secretiveness of our attack strategy. And she's probably boring them, as I would assume, but it's going to look badass. Can you give me some sort of charisma check as you whip your recruits into shape? Well, we'll call it persuasion, or do you prefer to be intimidating? She's not charismatic, so it's probably going to come off as intimidation. No Drill what. Sergeant Zizia, hit it. Oh, 18. Oh, you know, the kids are bored. Their dogs are barking. 
but a stern look from you will get them all to straighten up and every once in a while someone will try and turn on the outside foot and like their neighbor will like strong arm them into turning the right way. I saw that foot. I saw the foot. <laughs> I saw it. Don't do that again. Uh, nothing. <laughs> left, right, left. This is reminding me of the moment and I don't know if anyone remembers in the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade when that one rocket made a mistake. I didn't see it. Yeah. She like what? she no, set she her did. foot no. out of line and I my <gasps> heart broke and I was like, is she gonna be fired? Absolutely. It was oh, a tough worse one. than that. That's like at the opening ceremony in Sochi when they were doing like the glow in the dark rollerblade thing and mm-hmm. one of the roller skaters like fell. I was like, <gasps> they're dead. Like oh. they don't exist anymore. They've been wiped off the map. Ultimate dishonor. I could I could not even fathom a rocket getting out of sync with the rest of the team. I, I know. Can't even fathom that. So we've got some drills going on, and across a little bit farther down the street, there is a raucous affair happening in the Rambling Can bar. You hear shouting and curse words and all sorts of a manner of things. Rachel, would you like to roll even or odd? Odd. All right. We shall see. And so you're looking down at your Zingo card. And the gnome, there's a gnome with a big bushy mustache. He's like one of the bartenders. He has to stand on top of the bar, right? He's turning a very large metal cage with these like little colorful balls inside. And one pops out and he gets his goggles up and he reads it and he goes, Z42! And the minotaur next to you just bellows, Bingo! Every time! And then he goes up to collect the pot. There was a large bedding pool that had been established. You can see a single tear fall down near <laughs> a cheek. single Russian tear. Well, let's hope next year will be different. Thank you all for joining us for the annual Zingo competition. Have a happy new year and please drink irresponsibly. <laughs> Nierkovs lifts up his glass to the gnome. The whole room erupts in cheers as you go about doing some more celebrating. The, your um, recruitment work for the Selesnya Conclave has slowed down a little bit with the approaching New Year. Out of respect for the other guilds, we've sort of, most people's hustles are sort of at a standstill. So this is sort of just a nice time to recoup and mm-hmm. take some time to hang out with your buddies. Now across the way, we've got the notorious Hellkite Club, which has seemed to just get its affairs in order from you know, just a few nights ago when a giant dragon destroyed the whole upstairs. They've since cleaned it up and reset the cage. The dragon's back inside. How are the Rakdos cult members decorating the Hellkite Club for their party? Alright, so they are setting up an outdoor bar out front with a dunk tank, but instead of water, it's going to have flames in the bottom of it. Oh, holy shit! And then... Um, inside is going to be a little more classier. We're going to keep the nonsense outside, the riffraff. And uh, inside is going to be more, um, like, we're going to have silks draping that kind of offer more seclusion in the seating areas. There's going to be chained-up performers around the pub wearing eccentric outfits depicting eras of Ravnica history. Wow. That's beautiful. The artistry. And, of course, you know, you're going to have some sparklers and stuff mm-hmm. around. That's sick. I love that. Very cool. And Katarina, what are the Orzhov doing? How are they 
setting their minions to work decorating Orjova and the Vizcopa Bank. Yes, well, business has not stopped yet until it is actually New Year's Eve, because as you know, a lot of our clients have until the end of the year to make their payments. So business is still booming for these last couple of days, but... Really, the end of the fiscal year. (laughs) That's right, got to make our quotas. But we have gotten some of the underlings to put some extremely classy, you know, gold metallic decorations on the outside. You know, it's not too flashy, but it's enough to be, um, you know, it's it's celebrative. Is that a word? Celebratory. Thank you. Yeah, it's festive, but it still looks really classy and very upscale. Still, like, professional, but okay, it's a holiday, so we'll have a little zhuzh to the building. Mm-hmm. Just zhuzh it. A little zhuzh. Yes. So, amazing. As you all are going about your preparations, um, I want you all to roll a perception check. Oh! Dropped it already. <laughs> Can I get a 14? Got an 11. We are starting strong. That would be a 13 on my part. So 14. Sick. All right. So as you're all going about your day, hanging up your decorations, getting set, cleaning things, and, you know, organizing your guard patrols, playing some bingo. Sorry, some zingo. Because it's magical, so it has to be a Z. And bingo is copyrighted. I was about to say. (laughs) Bingo is copywritten. Yeah. So zingo, for all you Ravnikans out there, you get the feeling that someone's watching you. Someone or something, right? Just like lurking in your peripherals, like bearing eyes into your soul. But every time you all turn around, you just don't, you don't notice anything. Like you don't see anyone specifically looking at you. Just like this weird sort of ominous feeling. Because Nirakov is about seven feet tall and a little huge and well-known. I think he's used to people staring at him. So this is why he's ignoring the feeling. Oh, okay. He's just feeling flattered. Yes. (laughs) I love him. I love him so much. (laughs) So before we take over to the next day, is there anything anyone would like to do in preparation, in further preparation? I think if Zizia has the feeling she's being followed, she'll have two of the the guards she's been training just follow her around for a bit, uh, continuing with her cleaning, but just to have two other people with her, see if they notice anything. Right. I will roll their perception. Ooh, that's a seven. And that is a natural 20. Ooh. Clever girl. I always knew he had good sight. So, yeah, your other two guards are just, they're just posted up. One of them is very clearly not paying attention. But the other one, in an attempt to get into your good graces, is keeping a weather eye on the horizon. And he makes a remark to you just about the strange... There's a strange amount of birds just flitting around in in some odd flying patterns. Like a weird observation. Just like, hmm, hadn't quite noticed that one before. Look at what they're doing. And it's like a group of about five or ten birds just like swirling in a spiral through the air. And then they'll like break out of it when they get near the the ground or like a building. And then they'll like break off and then reform later. Hmm, very strange. But yet the formation is very good, so observant on your part. Well done. Thank you, Commander Nodoff. I don't remember what she sounds like, so. Well, thank you for uh, observing this and uh, watching my back. 
It's New Year's Eve, folks. Party time! For some of you, there is one day left of work. So, Katarina, your superiors, however, are taking the day off. And so all of their work has found its way to your desk. And you're swamped. It looks like you might be closing up your office in the Viscopa Bank tonight by yourself. So hopefully you can get out for the parade, but it's not looking too good. Is this towards the end of the day? Like around noon, they all clock out. They just put like massive piles of files on your desk. Just like some re-indexing to be done and like a couple accounts that need to be sorted out. Typical. Well, if I have to be stuck here so late, I do know where some of the upper levels keep their stash of really fancy wine. Mm-hmm. Yes, definitely the communion wine. Yes, I am going to go find myself uh, just the most expensive Pinot Noir that we have in the stash, and I will bring that back with me to my office. Yes, make an investigation check for fancy wine. For fancy? <laughs> How fancy will it be? That is a uh, 16. Very nice. You find a very nice bottle, one that you would keep in your own private cellar for fancy parties. Excellent. So, yes, you set yourself up with a glass of, of this nice wine and set to work on some of the re-indexing. We'll come back to you in a minute, but you got time. Oi. So, because the parade is going to be happening at the top of the Transguild Promenade, which is like far in the east and the south of the city, right? If you like, remember the map, it's like Tin Street, and then it goes across, and then it's the Transguild Promenade. So, the people that will be marching in it, a la Nirakov and Cinder, who, Cinder, you're going to be on the, Ra the Rakdos float. You've been elected. <laughs> so you all are about to go head on down that way, but first, Cinder, you have to meet up with your bandmates, and Nirakov, you're just finishing up a little bit more festivity at the Rambling Can. So, as you both exit your doors, I would like you to make an intelligence saving throw. Mm, this might not bode well. That would be a 15 on my part. And Cinder? 17. Sick. So, you both close your respective doors, and you notice each other. And you look at each other, and you recognize each other. You both know each other's name, and one other fact about the person. I'm flexible here, but Nirakov, for some reason you know that this man's name is Cinder, and he's really good at tying knots. You don't quite know why you know that, but you know he is. And Cinder, you might say, oh, that's Nirakov. And for some reason, I have this sense that Nirakov is... It's a very fancy gentleman, despite the way that he looks. Okay. Uh, ha Happy New Year's Eve. Uh, your, your face looks a little familiar. Yeah, you're the same. You're the same. You look a little familiar as well. Cinder, right? Uh, that's true. Yeah, I, uh, I remember you being a little bit of a naughty man. And I mean that isn't like... K-N-O-T-T-Y. Not in the other direction. <laughs> I really don't know how to take that from you. You know, I don't really know uh, how to uh, move forward from here. Maybe we can, you know, have a drink a little bit later, smooth it over. Uh, in the meantime, I do have glitter. Would you like any for your face? Oh, no. Your friend Trixie will come up. She's still chewing gum. Hey, Cinder, who's your friend? 
I remembered your mastication noises too. I'm memorable. Hey, wait, didn't you come into the club a couple nights ago? Your tip was terrible. I feel like that's where I remember. <laughs> I don't know where to go with that. <laughs> it's all right. I have that effect on people. Look, we're going to be late for the parade. So can we just get to stepping here, folks? Are you going to the parade as well? Uh, yeah, yes, I am marching with the uh, Silenzia Conclave. Well, um, have fun. Enjoy. Uh, lovely lady i do apologize for the uh the the the, the, the tip uh, i'll do better next time and he's just gonna turn around and walk away and scratch his head very confused amazing and let us do know that he does have gold garland wrapped around his horns and glitter in his beard yes i was hoping for a glittery beard mm -hmm, absolutely i've never left him more and he just kind of blows it on people like randomly just like a little oh, puff yes. of glitter like on his I fellow love. conclave members and stuff. I love this so much. Now, um, Zizia, things are pretty chill too with the Boros Legion on account of, you know, crime is low on the new year out of mm. people's respect for the guild pact, right? And so you're just wrapping up your last patrol on Tin Street Classic. And Classic. you do notice this chance meeting between a Rakdos performer and cellist and this large Selesnian minotaur. You're still a bit a ways away from them, but I also want you to make an intelligence saving throw. All right, then. That'll be a 22. Ah, so you remember both of them. You get bonus points because Yay. I did it in like, if you get like so much above the DC, you get more things, right? Because yes, that's fun. Yes. So you remember both Cinder and Nirokov. You remember their fun facts, right? Cinder's a little naughty, um, and Nirokov is an esteemed purveyor of the arts. But how did they spell naughty again? I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> and you also remember you're having a couple, like, brain blast flashes, right? Some synaptic firing of the basement of the Hellkite Club. You see a gout of flame from a dragon, and then you remember the old rickety broken elevator at the docks and then the sound of like a lock breaking and that faint hum but that's all you can put together you just know that these people are connected with that you remember it as if you remember having a dream zizia will just have that jimmy neutron moment brain blast and since that is and her patrol is ending. She will watch the parade and especially keep her eyes drawn to both of these figures and follow them through the procession if possible. Yes, and the parade is nearing. So, Katerina, let's see how you've been doing. Make me a wisdom saving throw to try and keep your eyes awake as you do your work. Miraculously. Oh, oh my gosh, I've never been so wise. That's a 22. That's what I was hoping for. It's pretty dull. You're like pouring over something. You're like swirling your glass of wine. It's making the work go by a little bit faster. And you're looking. And some of these numbers just aren't quite adding up. There's a couple of receipts that don't match up. Then it would appear that somewhere down the line, there's a handful of people that keep writing expenses off to each other. And then the, those expenses don't quite make it back on the bankroll. 
So as you're sifting through this paperwork, you see some names that stick out to you. Alexei Kremen, Dovrin Molokov, both of whom are members of the Orzhov Syndicate with you. Um, they're like a couple tiers higher than you on the ladder. And Dovin Bon, who is a member of the Azorius Senate. These seem to be the main people that are writing off these expenses. Seemingly the cash is going who knows where. There is something else I need from you. If you would like to further investigate this funny money, I want you to make an investigation check. It's all about the money. Money, Somebody's money, gonna lose money. their job or probably die. Or worse, I won't get paid. Expelled. Damn it. What is your investigation check to dig a little deeper? Yes, my investigation check is 12. I'm blaming the wine. The wine is a little bit... It's strong. You're like, what? These... Mm-hmm. You just keep thinking about, like, this one time. You were, like, in a communal office space, and, like, Alexei, like, pushed you or something. Did that thing that, not, like, on purpose, but, like, didn't move out of the way when he was walking, right? Because he feels entitled. What a dick. Yeah, or the fact that, like, always in business meetings, Dover and mansplains. You know, like, you, you were thinking about that. So, your rage clouds your judgment for a minute. You do notice... Rebo Flint, that name pops up every once in a while. And I want you to make a memory check as you think on Mr. Flint. Memory? What is Oh uh, yes, that's that? an intelligent saving throw. Okay. That's what we're calling it. Uh oh no, that's only a seven. Garbage. So here's what you remember about that. You know that this paperwork specifically is to wrap up his estate and that most of his assets are being transferred to the Izzet League for research because he was a researcher and a tinkerer. And you have to make sure that the Orzhov will get their cut, clearly, because he was not in the good graces of the syndicate when he departed. And honestly, in your opinion, he's like lucky that his spirit isn't still being billed. <laughs> you just remember him as like not being in your good graces. Great. Let's cut back to the parade. Yay, parade! That's what it says in my notes. So the parade is full of all sorts of guild people. There's the rank-and-file Azorius troops that are marching very similar to how you would expect them to. And there's the crackling drakes and various flying machines in crimson and blue that fly overhead, waving their Izzet banners. There's even a party of gruel centaurs that are doing their war cries and galloping around, um, running between the packs of Crawl, acting as pallbearers to a Medusa on a throne of fungus. Ooh. Yeah, it's all, all sorts of shapes and sizes are out here, especially the Simic hybrids have made an appearance showcasing their own brand of biomancy. They have these genetically altered elves and humanoids that are gliding from rooftop to rooftop and climbing lampposts while others march alongside elves with big lobster claws or with the hoods of cobras. They're very cool. They're really strutting it. They're also parading around a few of their crasises. Crasis? I don't know. It's, the single form is crasis. It's basically like a really large reptile slash amphibian that's been spliced with a couple other animals. So you've got two main ones here. One of them has bright red skin with orange dots on it. It's got like the head of like a tree frog, except it's got these huge fangs and a very long body, sort of like a, like a chameleon, and a very long tail. And it's sort of looking around, and like every once in a while it'll like shoot out a tongue to like grab onto like a wall and like climb up it. And then you've got this other thing, and this is called a sharktocrab. Oh, jeez. It is a cross between a hammerhead shark, an octopus, and a crab. 
fish are friends, not food. Mm-hmm. Sharkto crab sounds like something that a fifth grade boy made up. It does. Yeah, that's like the Simic in a nutshell. <laughs> How is everybody who's participating in the parade? Let's talk about it. How do you all contribute, especially with your own guilds? I think Nirkov is having a great time. I think that the Selesnia are feeling very hippie commune at the moment. Like they have paint and they're just like face painting people in the crowd with like vines and, you know, butterflies it. and they're throwing like buckets of flowers at people. I think Nirenkov is throwing flowers and glitter and just laughing a lot and being very boisterous. I love this. I love that for him. In, in sharp contrast, Cinder, what's the Rakdos float like? Well, I wasn't ready for the float. That's all right. I mean, imagine you're playing a song, right? Like, I, I see your right. quartet is on sort of like a like a war tank. You know, it's like got spikes and shit and like big wheels. It's like careening down the road. It's a legit tank blowing red confetti. <laughs> or just fire. But as the parade goes, I literally want to start picking up speed faster and faster to have more chaos going. And everybody's trying to get out of my way. <laughs> Fair. All the meanwhile, like, a really sick version of, like, Highway to Hell is playing. <laughs> da -da -dun -dun -da -da -dun -dun. Just because you played the cello. That's got to be the best pirate I've ever seen. <laughs> so, amazing. The parade is going swimmingly. It's passing through the 10th District Plaza, heading through all of the busyness of Orjova, and as it's about to make its way to Tin Street, all of you, including Katarina from her study, she has a slight jump as there's a thunderous boom that rattles the ground and shakes the nearby buildings as a huge swarm, I'm talking thousands of blackbirds, takes to the sky. They fly in unison and seem to form a vast cloud that bends and shifts but remains still hovering in the same spot, it's just undulating. It then forms the shape of a giant raven with blue fire for eyes. And as it's like, quote unquote, beak, which is just like other birds moving, flaps up and down, you all hear a voice echo in your minds. Too long have the guilds of Ravnica held us prisoner in our own city. They subjugate and oppress all they cannot own and control. Throw down your chains and join the free and the uninitiated, lest you be crushed when we tear down their vast halls and towers. And with that, the swarm all of a sudden just explodes and disperses and tears through the crowd as each individual raven then starts like shredding banners and tearing down decorations. Uh, suddenly a scream rings out. You turn around and see that the Krasises now have the same blue light burning in their own eyes and have begun swinging madly through the crowd. The uh, shark to crab wrapping one large tentacle around a pillar of the Viscopa bank and ripping it from the building. Oh my uh, gosh. Absolutely not. Now I want you all to roll for initiative. There it is. Oh my gosh. Not a Sharkto crab. Yes, the Sharkto crab. Best New Year's ever. <laughs> y'all, I rolled a natural one, which I think just about sums up how much Katarina wants to leave her office and her wine to go fight a stupid Sharkto crab right now. I love it. <laughs> all right, so anyone in the above 20 club? 20 to 15. 15. All right, what's your dex modifier? Negative one. All right. <laughs> That's how Zizia does it. <laughs> so, all right, what do we got next? 15 to 10. 14, dexterity is plus one. Cool. 
and then 10 to 5. I have a 5. What's your dex? 16. Guys, this is going to be so fun. I can't wait to play with my Sharkto crab. <laughs> also said by a 5th grade boy. Alright, so... The Lizrog is going to start off the initiative. That's that red frog lizard thing. And it is going to take its action to jump up on top of a building, because it can do that. It, like, climbs with, like, gecko hands. Pushes, like, a gargoyle off of a building, just into the crowd below. You hear some screams. There's some collateral. And that's going to be its turn. So let's move on to Zizia. You see this... You're a little bit down the ways, right? Because you're outside Kamen Fortress still, or like down there. Yeah. But we're right at that, right at the crux, right? Where it's like, you've got the Viscopa Bank, and then it's Kamen Fortress onto Tin Street, right? So you're like right in that crook. You could probably take your turn to like get into the fray. Hearing commotions, Ezra will run in to help those in need. Boros for life. Do I see this lizard climbing up when I run into the fray? You do, yes. As you're running forward, you see a massive gargoyle come crashing down towards you. It lands right at your feet. Them. Them rebellious lizards, cynically. <laughs> I will be looking at the gargoyle, disappointed that there is chaos in a green-blue guild, and end my turn. Cool. I will have you, have you know, though, from just, like, you looking around, right, like, the frog's eyes are also blue, which I don't think means anything to you. It hmm. might. So for the three of you that see this, we'll get to you, Katarina. I want you all to roll in a, another intelligence save to see if looking at this blue eyeball thing sparks any memories. Dirty 20. Yeah, that was an 8. 14. All right, cool. So then Cinder and Zizia. Sorry, New York Hub. You're like a little bit too overwhelmed with like, holy shit, everything is just happening and there's all these birds flying everywhere. I don't condone murder. Of ravens. <laughs> Thank you, Josh. <laughs> Thank you, Rachel. But Zizia and Cinder, you have another brain blast moment, and you remember just a quick burst of, like, you're in that warehouse, and you see your fellow guildmates with, like, the blue glow in their eyes, and you remember that woman, and that's it. It just brings the thought of mind control back to you, as these giant frog eyes are just, like, two huge blue orbs. Hmm. And with that, it is Nirakov's turn. So what's happening in the general vicinity around him? For the most part, people are fleeing, right? Like most of the civilians and like your, some of your fellow guildmates are sort of trying to like get people to safety, mm -hmm. trying to just corral people to a safe location. So you're sort of being left out in the open. Like the Sharkto Crab is about 30 feet away from you, fucking with the bank. And then on top of a building is the Lizrog. So it's like you're in the middle of the street and they're on either side. Okay. Oh, he loves animals, though. This is such a problem. <laughs> you do hear one of the Simic Biomancers saying like, Please save the Lizrog. It is not his fault. He has not act like this before. He's like panicking. He's, it's like a merfolk. He's got like these like beautiful fin ridges on his head. He's like a sort of teal color. He looks very out of his depth. <laughs> I think he wants to try and restrain it. Excuse me, sir. If you don't want to hurt the creature, I don't either, but what is the best way to restrain? Be careful with the Lizrog, it's got poison skin. Sort of thought it would be like a cool idea, which might have backfired right now. Yeah, good in theory, not right now. In the ways of healing back at the Combine, as long as they don't, like, die-die, it will be okay. But I am so confused, they don't act like this usually. Something has happened. 
with the the ravens maybe and then that's all that's all about all the time we'll have to speak in this turn yeah he's just gonna try and take his great axe and just kind of like hit it at a point that's gonna disable gotcha so we're going for all the time non-lethal we're looking to just like beat it down exactly sort of yes all right okay so uh see damage that was only an 11 which one are you going for probably the one on ground level okay the sharkto crab mm -hmm. yeah that will miss you see the sharkto crab has a big chitinous body on its like little skitter legs mm -hmm. right and you just sort of like dink the great axe you glance it off one of the spikes that was only a 10 that hurts i'm so sorry he just leans back over his shoulder and looks at the guy who's clearly judging him. He's like, I'm really not familiar with these creatures. It's okay, I forgive you. Thank you, friend. Just don't kill it. I won't, comrade. I'll try soon. All right, and that's to you, Cinder. This is the greatest New Year's ever. Like, you guys are doing great. I'm just waiting for some artistic inspiration right now. And then I'm going to cast Unseen Servant, and I'm going to ask him to go and get me a drink. Damn it, guys. <laughs> the character growth in this campaign is astounding. I want a dirty martini, and you know what kind of vodka I like. It goes and goes about its business. You gotta name the unseen servant. You gotta give him some kind of lackey name. Why does it need a name? <laughs> I don't think Cinder deigns to name his servants. Is that gonna be it for your turn, Cinder? Yeah, that'll be it. All right, oh so gosh. then, feeling those two little tickles on its leg, the Sharkto Crab is going to turn at you, Nirakov, and let out a big bellow. <laughs> and it's going to take its octopus hand off of the pillar and attack you with it. Oh my. Here we go. Does an 11 hit? No. Gotcha. The tentacle like swirls around you, but you manage to wrestle out of it before it can constrict you. It's all the glitter. It's all that glitter. You're so slippery. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> it will then go at you with one of its crab claws. Does a 13 hit? No. Wow. It pounds the ground next to you, sending some rocks flying. And lastly, it's going to take its shark mouth and try and chomp you. Does a 16 hit? That will hit. All right, perf. Oh, that's a lot. Holy shit. Mm. All right. I had to get more dice. Oh, <laughs> bodes well. That is going to be uh, 14 piercing damage as you get a little shack bite on you. Ouch! And that is it for the Sharkto Crab. So, Katarina, you hear this massive boom. You hear the thing in your head. You hear all this commotion outside, and you hear this giant like ripping stone at like your front door wow i would say you work sort of in one of the front offices so like you're near the door you could open the door and be like holy shit yeah i think that's what's gonna happen yeah because i'm picturing i'm in my office with a window and like maybe i could have seen what was happening mm -hmm. but since it clearly was happening in the building i'm gonna go and op open the door and i'm gonna find the sharkto crab you're face to face with a sharkto crab it goes <laughs> I'm first going to say, wow, that looks like something that a fifth grade boy came up with. And then do I have time to also attack? Oh, for sure. Yeah, you have your whole action. Does the Sharkto Crab take psychic damage? <laughs> the Sharkto Crab feels really insecure now. <laughs> As everyone does in fifth grade. Yes. Great. So 
I would like to cast Guiding Bolt at the Sharkdo Crab. For sure. Roll to hit. Great, great, great. Okay. That was a 15. That will miss. I will, on your turn, though, allow you to make an intelligent saving throw as you come face-to-face with not only this blue-eyed Sharkdo Crab, but also Nirakov is nearby. Oh, hello. Doink. Okay, you said intelligence? Yep. Good thing I is smart. 16? You remember Nirakov. Oh. You specifically know that he has a propensity for vodka. Yeah, you don't know why you know him, but you know of him for some reason. So he's like in the doorway with the Sharkto Crab? He's sort of like to the right. The Sharkto Crab is between the two of you, but you can like see him off to the side. And Nirakov, you may also roll to recognize Katarina. Ooh, yes. That would be a four. I think he's a little pretty. You're a little busy right now. <laughs> Vlad's busy at the moment. <laughs> Thank you. Absolutely. And now it's time for the Lizrog. It's still gallivanting about, but it will set its froggy eyeballs on you, Zizia. All right. And it's going to leap at you. And it's going to try and bite you. Does a 23 hit? A 23 will hit in this case, yes. All right. In this case. Mm. I got tricks up my sleeve. Ooh, big money. That's going to be 13 on the bite as it gets its frog fangs into you. Ah. And then it will roll to claw you. With its froggy claws, its fraws, and that's only a four, so that will miss. It hops down off the thing. It's standing on the rubble of the gargoyle, and it just takes a big chomp at you. It latches onto your shoulder for a minute. You wrestle free, but you've taken some damage out of this endeavor. Oh, definitely. And that makes it your turn, so strike back. I look in the frog's eyes, and I'm like, so you are the threat to the peace. And I pull out my steel heart sword. Yeah. And I make, a, I make a slash. That's going to be a 24 to hit. Holy shitballs. Yes. I'm going to roll damage on that first one. That'll be a total of 14 points of slashing damage. That will do it. And as you cut your sword in, it like spurts fluids at you. You get like a fleck on your cheek and it sizzles and burns. You take one point of acid damage from the frog. Ooh, okay, that is good to know. Remember, it has poison skin. <laughs> that is true. I, ooh, I don't know if this... I feel as though I'm too smart to do something so reckless, but I'm tempted to in the heat of the moment. Like, I do a swing with my sword, and then since I have an extra attack in my left hand as the great sword leaves the hand, I'm going to push a firebolt right into its chin. Ooh, cool. Push. You're going to, like... Like, hand it into its chin. Yeah, almost like a Rasengan from Naruto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Except oh, I got fire, you. not air. I got you. I done goofed. I felt like that was a reference for all of two people. That's fine. All the Naruto fans out there, which Aaron and I. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hence, two people. <laughs> Just to flavor the fact that this is a melee thing, I'm going to use Shocking Grasp instead of... That makes per- I would make much more sense if you shocked him, yes. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shock him instead. Aha, gotcha. Gotcha, bitch. I was surprised. 25 to hit. That will do it. I'm rolling great, by the way. I never rolled this good in combat. I know, congrats. I'm, so I'm rolling like shit. It's a New Year's miracle. All right, and that's going to be only a total of nine lightning damage, but the uh, creature can't take reactions until the start of its next turn. And you take another one acid damage as you pull your glove away. You see its skin has started to eat some holes through it. It was worth it, fiend. 
All right, Nirakov, it's all you, face to face with the Sharkdo Crab. I think uh, he's going to be like, I really didn't want to do this. He's going to pull a flask out of his hip belt, and he's going to down some vodka because it helps him rage. Yes. And then he's going to go into a rage. Yes. Do it. And then, uh, yeah, I think he's just going to try uh, swinging with his great axe again. Hopefully he will Hell learn yeah. more from the first round. 16. That will that will be a miss, unfortunately. Oh my gosh. It's got crabby armor, man. Stupid. Well, Nirokov is getting crabby, so. Me too. 18. So close, but still no cigar. Are you serious? You see it gets wedged oh. in one of its crab joints, and oh it just like shakes gosh. it off. It's a strong crab. Yeah, I can tell. You hear the shark crab go, Who's laughing now? Who's the fifth grade boy? In like the raven voice. And Nirikov looks up at him very confused. It's like, I said nothing of the sort. Oh, my bad. I'm sensing some insecurity issues. If we need to talk about this later, just let me know. No, I really, it's like, I can't just talk to one person. I have to send it to everyone. No, I have quite a few people that feel the need to just chat all the time. And he just pats him where he tried to hit him. <laughs> and at the same time, he's like trying to like peel up the scales. And he's like, right? where can I get in? <laughs> this is embarrassing. <laughs> all right, Cinder, it's all you. It's going to be another round or two before your man's back with your drink. Okay. So I'm just going to sit back and I'm just going to like play some weird tones and shit. So I am going to do dissident whispers on the shark ground. Okay, so you need to do a wisdom saving throw. That I can do. I rolled a 19. Damn it! I still take half damage, right? Yep. I actually really like prog metal. 18. So 9 then? Yes. Okay, cool. Numbers are hard to work with. La da 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 da. La, I da, met da, da. my wife at a prog metal concert. <laughs> we shared a glass of Orzhov wine. <laughs> it was more like a cask. Yeah. My wife is like if a butterfly mated with a praying mantis and also a squid was there. <laughs> All right, and then I'm also going to throw bardic inspiration on Josh. Sick. Aww. So sweet. Oh, right. Do you two recognize each other? Have you had the I chance to I recognize Cinder. Oh, right. Cinder, roll me that intelligence save to see if you know who Zizi even is. All right. So that's a five. Not really remembering. You know, you're like, I don't know who you are, but you're doing a good job. So keep it up. You could use a little help. She's She's got like a hand inside of this lizard <laughs> yeah. and a sword plunged on the other side. All right. It's time for Sharky's big day. And by that I mean the Sharkto Crab. The Sharkto Crab's gonna swing at Nirakov again. <laughs> crab Claw! That's only a 12, so that's gonna miss. Yes. It's gonna chomp on ya! Yeah. That will hit. That is a 25. Yes. Alright, cool. Time for these fangs. Oh my god. That is... 23. And you can okay. have that because you're raging. I will just give you the big numbers and the divisions on you. Okay. And it's going to try and take its octopus tentacle and grapple Katarina. <gasps> That's rude. I'm going to try and grab you. Do your worst. Does a 16 hit? Nope. Oh, sick. What? 
I forgot you get heavy armor. Wow. Yeah, I came ready to play. So once again, it tries to do the tentacle thing, but you manage to like put a column in between it and you, so it rips out the column instead. Oof. This whole building could collapse, which would be a tragedy. It's mostly just like the pillars at the front, right? That are like over like an awning. So the awning oh, might yeah. go and your storefront will never look the same, but... Ugh, devastating for capitalism across Ravnica. I know. <laughs> so, Katarina, it's all up to you now. It's hard Great. being a venture capitalist. And an adventurer. It's really challenging. Okay, I have a question. Can the crab understand me? So there's something speaking to us. Can the crab understand spoken language? Make an insight check. Okay. Oh, natural 20! Amazing. So with this, you also get a flood of memories. Because <gasps> I said so. And I'm God. You remember the mind control in the warehouse, right? And the yes. pale blue eyes. And so... You think similar to that and with the ravens, you think those are regular birds. Those are just like birds, right? And these are just crazies, but they're being mind controlled by something. Okay. So like it itself does not speak a language. What you're hearing whenever it does like the robot voice is like the voice of whatever's controlling it speaking to you telepathically. So it's like under the effect of a spell. Like if someone casts like a charm monster per se. Sure. Something to that effect. Yeah. Nat 20s. Am I right, folks? <laughs> right. Okay, then that changes what I'm going to do. I think I want to try and cast Dispel Magic on the Sharkto Crab. Ooh. Sick. Mm. All right. So make a wisdom check and beat a 14 in order to dispel this. Come on, buddy. Uh, 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 no. Wait, I have inspiration. That was a 12. So would you like to be inspired? <laughs> you have yes. to beat a 14. <laughs> I'm inspiring myself. Come on. Fork. That was a natural one. <laughs> oh. You, it's a really ah! good idea. It's just you're sort of busy dodging tentacles. Your incantation gets a little bit hazy, and you can't quite get the glyphs to line up, and your spell fizzles. Just You see, like, its skin does, like, this weird, like, opalescent glow as you try and take the magic off of it, but it rebounds. I'm awash with shame. That was terrible. That's a great idea, though. I, I like your spirit. So with that, it takes us back to the Lizrog that is currently fighting with Zija. And he can not take any reactions. And so instead, what he's going to do is just try and eat you. Ah, classic. <laughs> a classic move. So first one is a 15. 15 will not hit. What about? That's another four. Never mind. The Lizrog is a little bit weirdly stunned. You're not by any means dispelling this spell, but, like, your electricity managed to, like, zap its system enough that, like, its charm is sort of, like, glitching out, and it's making it have a difficult time of, like, actually doing what it needs to do. You can imagine in its mind you're getting, like, a, why aren't you seizing the boy? It's like, I have a big head and little arms. <laughs> so, all right, pass so to you, good. Zizia. This frog is looking bad, by the way. Hmm. I realize uh, Zizia thinks to herself that even if this frog isn't in control, it is causing people harm. So I do have to stay on this lizard because at least it will be distracted with me. So I'm going to non-lethally shocking grasp it. I'm just going to stop its heart for like a second. <laughs> yeah, just like a little second. That's all. All right. Roll to attack. You got it. Okay. That's, that's pretty good. That's, uh, that's a 19. That will hit. Let's get that damage. See if this is enough to do it. 
Oh, yeah. All right. That's going to be 14 points of lightning damage. That will do it. You will take three um, as you burn your hand on its acid again. Ah! But you do see the, the Lizrog does like, has like a full body spasm from the electricity. I want you to make an, an arcana check, actually, Ooh, to see if you can sculpt your at... spell. I am good at these. <laughs> I am smart. Um, <laughs> that's going to be a dirty 20. I'm doing Very great, nice. by the way. Again, it's that, it's that helmet of intellect that's really forcing these rolls with intelligence. Right, I up. think what you basically like grab its head in a way that like you're just going for like a very specific like just between the temples right and you just do like a little zap through it and you see its eyes like flash so if you you know had epilepsy it would be a problem but you don't so you're fine and then it just like falls over and is like is incapacitated but still alive i i look around see if there's any boros knights near me and i say take care of this bring it to safety Yes, Commander Zornodov. Yes. Oh, holy shit. There's a lot happening. <laughs> I'll catch you on that next time. And then, do I see the Sharkto Crab? It's hard to miss the Sharkto Crab. It's like 15 feet tall. I see it's causing chaos, so with my other open hand... Uh, well, actually, I have Warcaster. I'm gonna just shoot a Firebolt. Out of your sword? Out of my sword. You know what? Out of my, out of my mother's sword, I shoot it... That's cool as hell. Through Steelheart, if it hits. Ooh, that's not gonna be good. That's only gonna be a 10. Oh, that will definitely miss the crab. Ah, I thought I could do it through the sword. Looks cool as hell, but it totally misses. I'm sorry to snap at you. I, I was just excited about the sword. Uh, <laughs> recruit. Perfectly reasonable, Commander Nodov. All right, then that ends Zizia's turn. Perfectly reasonable. <laughs> Perfectly reasonable, ma'am. <laughs> she inspires fear. It's up to you, Nirikov. Toe-to-toe with this shack. Okay, I think he's getting a little frustrated. <laughs> So I think we're going to implement so. reckless attack on this first mm-hmm. this first one. 19. That will hit. Oh my god. Thank you. Finally. That's only 5 points. <laughs> oh. Hey, every bit counts. Wait, he's going to he's going to go again. Ooh. 21. That will definitely hit. An additional 10. So that'll be uh, 15 Ooh. points of damage total. Very nice. You've been dinking off its armor a while now, but you get a solid crack into it. And you see the Sharkto Crab is not happy about it. It goes, I'm sorry about this. And sort of like skitters to face you, a little bit like a cornered animal. Aww. Don't aww, it's a Sharkto Crab. (laughs) It's a Sharkto Crab. But it's not its fault. It's being controlled by something else. Cinder, that's you. You do see a martini float through the crowd. Do you have inspiration yet? Because you should have it for this martini. <laughs> I don't. I don't think. As you pick your martini off your invisible servant's invisible platter, you feel inspired. So, all right, is the the shark thing, is that touching anything metal or does it have armor on? It does not. It has natural armor. It's got its crab shell. No metal, though. I'm just going to toss a firebolt while I'm still hanging there. I got my drink in the one hand, throw a firebolt with the other. Cinder is so cool. <laughs> I'm just like hanging back, like relaxing. It just could never be me. The amount of like aloofness when your friends are in danger, I love it. I mean, you don't know them, so. It's a dirty 20. That will do it, yes. Okay, that is 15 points of damage. 
And then for my bonus action, I'm going to throw a Bardic Inspiration on Mirica. I just want everybody to know that I'm just passing out Bardic Inspiration because I'm a little drunk at the moment from all the New Year's <laughs> celebrating. So I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> You've been drinking all day. Nurkar feels an extra warmth inside his belly, like he just had a shot of vodka. Astounding. And now it's Sharky time! Shark boy and lava girl. Yeah, you know it. Alright, so Nirikov, you're getting some you're getting some crab claws coming at you. Damn it. Does a 14 hit? No. Ah, damn. Alright. And Katarina, this one's coming at you. Does a 12 hit? Nope. I would love to roll above 10. That would be great. <laughs> I feel like Mirakov in his head is like, with the gracefulness of a ballerina, you can yeah, exactly. do this. Pivot, pivot. <laughs> and then this tentacle is going to try and wrap up. Actually, this is wild. As your truck sort of rolls by, Cinder, the octopus tentacle is going to grab it and like constrict it and flip it on its side. The tank? Yeah, the tank. It's going to just grab it and sort of like turn it a little bit. Oh, okay. I want you to make a dexterity saving throw to not be completely thrown off. There goes the martini. <laughs> That's going to be 18. You do just fine. You have to you know, reassert your footing, but you keep your cello in place and you keep your martini from spilling. Priorities. Save the drink. Now that's Katarina's turn. Who, me? Okay, um, this time we're going to make a difference. Probably not. I would like to cast Sacred Flame. On the Sharkto Crab, make you roll for it. I make a wisdom save or a dex? Dex save of 14. All right. I got another four. It's like my eighth <gasps> four of the night, so roll your damage. Oh my gosh, I'm contributing. Yay! 12 points of, I don't know, sacred damage. That's <laughs> <Nice> radiant. <laughs> I think it's radiant. Yeah, a holy yeah, moat of fire rains down from the sky. It goes through a couple ravens that are just flitting around, and they turn into dust. And then it smites off the top of the Sharkto crab's head. Again, it does that weird, like, its skin has a little bit of a camouflage quality from being an octopus, and it, like, undulates in colors for a second That's before awesome. turning one of its hammerhead eyes at you. Unblinking cold shark eyes. <laughs> and that's up to you, Zizia. Am I within 30 feet to get up on it? You could definitely get to it, yeah. You're gonna run past um, the merfolk biomancer that's still just like watching its creation destroy the city. It's like, no, please do not kill it. It does not mean to do this. Help, please. We're doing our best. I kept the last one alive, so take this away from the city once I shock it. Okay, back to the, back to the ocean with it. <laughs> <laughs> it's natural habitat. To the sea with you. Yeah. <laughs> Just throw it into the reservoir. Be free. <laughs> All right. I'm going to first slash my sword into it, though, however. Of, of Zija's got a sword. Very important to her. You know, part of the character. 18 to hit. That will miss. Ooh. So I will add my inspiration on top of that. Oh, then. very nice. Uh, that'll be a 21, then. That will hit. All right, go then, for I damage. Will... You go to aim at part of its crabby leg, and then you're like, no, wait. This really cool cellist holding his martini <laughs> and somehow inspires me to aim for its fleshy octopus side instead. I don't know this cinder, but this strike is dedicated to him. The cinder <laughs> that'll strike. That'll be 12 points of slashing damage. That is some damage. I will then 
once the sword does its little flurry to the side, I will try to do the same shocking maneuver. I'm not going to kill. I want to give this Simic Biomancer a chance. Thank you. Bad on my part, that's only an 11. You go to Zap, and you just all you can reach is its carapace, and it's a very not conductive carapace. So it just kind of goes, like fizzles out. Damn. And upon hearing damn from Zizia, Nerdikov is going to turn and say, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Since Zizia just did this cool thing and hurt the octa crab, what? Is, never mind. Sh the shark to um, crab. Shark to crab, shark to shrimp. Okay, should we see if we recognize each other? Because this is the first time we're in the yes, same space. Yes, I would love to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Let's run the tape on this. Okay. Here we go. 14? Six. No. Both of you are, it was the heat of the uh, moment. <laughs> There's also probably like a couple tentacles and like a crab claw in the way. So you've got other <laughs> priorities. That's fair. All right, Nirakov, it's all you. All right. We are going to um keep at it with a great axe because Nirakov is nothing if not persistent. <laughs> <laughs> Just hacking away. That is a 19. Oh, the that will hit. The first one. Yes, very nice. Not going to hit on the second. That would be nine points of damage. Very nice. Cinder, it's all you. Right, that is the end of your turn, right, Nirakov? Wait, do I recognize Zizia? Oh, have you two not had this chance yet? I had the chance to recognize Nirakov, which I do. Then, yeah, Nirakov, roll for Zizia. I forgot, okay. that was like a weird, like, third, like, rear view window thing. That would be a nine. That's not it, no. Mm -hmm. Too much shark to crab in the way. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Imitation shark to crab. There's glitter in my eyes. <laughs> it's vegan, though. <laughs> oh, Selesnia. You probably well, have, duh. like, that seaweed glitter, right? That's, like, good for the earth. Yeah, it's the biodegradable seaweed glitter mm -hmm. that they use in Lush products. Oh, lovely. Because I worked there. <laughs> mm -hmm. Shameless plug. Wait, shameless plug? Or are we plugging Lush or are we not plugging Lush? No, no, no. I love Lush, but okay. I will say that the stereotypes of their employees is accurate. Much like LA Fitness. Yeah. It's all true. <laughs> and if you use code Nirakov, you could get 10% off the next order. <laughs> Cinder! I'm just like, I don't know. You're just vibing. I got a couple ideas. The Sharkto Crab has tried to pick a fight in a little way. It's wrecked your ride, at least. I'm just going to pick up some glow sticks and start <laughs> raving in the corner. Yeah, this is just like a fun day for Cinder. This is like the best party ever. I have something called universal speech, and so I can gain the ability to make my speech intelligible to any creature. He can understand me completely, and I just want to be like, Man, why are you trying to wreck this nice night? It's New Year's. Have some fun. And now you got to like mess around and almost spill my drink. The guilds must be destroyed. It then like crushes more of your tank. It's very clear to you that like this is not the Sharkto Crab in charge. It's still like the Raven voice. It wouldn't be doing this if it didn't want to. Sharkto Crabs are actually gentle giants in the <laughs> ocean, like blue whales. What else would you like to do, Cinder? During the same fight, am I allowed to throw more bardic inspiration at, like, at Josh's character or no? Because he already had it. Josh used it, so now that he doesn't have any, he yeah. can have it again. Okay, yeah, I'll throw, as a bonus action, I'll throw another one at him. Sick. Sharkto Crab. Having earned the Sharkto Crab's attention, it is going to try and eat you. All guilds must die. Oh, that's another four. I'm rolling a different die. This is it. <laughs> You're done. I'm trying to kill these people. 
All right, and then it's gonna try and take its crab claw and hit Zija. And that is a 26. Oh yeah, I'm gonna have to take that. Now we're playing with the big dog. Yeah, a little feature I forgot to mention though, Aaron, because I feel as this is important now. With heavy armor master, I can reduce three off of piercing, slashing, or bludgeoning. I have a character that has that. It's pretty neat. Pretty neat. I rolled really bad. Um, that's 14 damage. I will take that. All right, and then Nirikov does a natural one miss. Yes, it does. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. You got the love of a rhetorical question. Yes. <laughs> All right, Katarina, it's up to you again. Great. I have a twofold plan. Step number one, we're gonna do Sacred Flame again because you have are you rolling Have you just given up so... on spells? Or, oh, it's because I'm no. rolling so bad? Well, okay, it's just... The AC is so high. I, no, there's a twofold plan, Aaron. Twofold. Just I'm sorry. Keep decks. going. I didn't mean to make you second guess yourself. <laughs> like you bullied this poor fifth grade creation, Sharkto Crab. Yes, I'm whittling down his confidence until he dies of insecurity. That is such a Katarina move. Wow. So you've got to roll a deck save. All right. I got my new die now, though. That's a natural 19 eat my ass that's unfortunate okay well then as my bonus action i'm gonna cast spiritual weapon hell yeah and i would like to create a giant crab mallet <gasps> over the shark toe crab like whack-a-mole how dare you again just eating away at his self-confidence yeah it has a war flashback it remembers <laughs> its father one of them at least oh, dying no. at the hands of a giant crab mallet my father was turned into a crab roll. <laughs> so, what? Okay, I'm rolling a melee, which is... Yeah, you add your proficiency and your wisdom. So it's just like a spell attack. Okay. Just quick shout out, Cleric's greatest class, spiritual weapon, greatest spell. Oh, how dare you. 21? That will hit. Um, the Sharkto Crab had a really bad birthday party where his parents tried to get him a cake for a crab, but they accidentally got him a crab cake. Oh... Ouch. Uh, that's 11 points of middle school insecurity damage. Ow. I'm doing a little crab hands. Zizia, what's up? I'm going to cast another shocking grasp. Hell yeah. Natural 20. Oh! All right, here we go. Let's get a bunch of damage here. Woo! Is that 40 10 I hear? 48. 48, my bad. 48 damage. 48 damage. Um, That's going to be... Well, you're right. Math does suck in this game. 18 mm -hmm. points of lightning damage. Man, I would love D&D &D so much more if I didn't have to do my own math. 18. <laughs> All right, so carry the one. Um, 18. <laughs> 18, okay. We're good. 18, we're good. you say, huh? <laughs> 18. How many times did I say 18? Stay in school, kids. Don't go to school for music. You won't be good at math. There's a lot of math in music. I know, but not enough, like, really hard subtraction. Right, like 20 minus 18. We need to bring D&D &D to schools. We got to teach kids about damage dies. <laughs> absolutely not. Is that your whole turn, Zizia, or do you have more? If it is still alive, I will shock it again. It is still alive. You're just clear. 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 <laughs> That'll be a 21 to hit. That will also hit. Roll your damage. Additional 12 points of lightning damage the shark toe crab is looking weary and wounded and it's sort of starting to topple but it's still got some fight in it left 
thanks to the inspiration I got from Cinder, I feel like I got my second wind. So I'm just going to use my bonus action. I feel like I hear Cinder singing, Don't Forget Your Second Wind in the distance. And uh, Don't forget your second I will wind. gain 11 hit points. Cool. Very nice. Nirakov. God, I feel so wimpy in comparison to everybody else right now. You know, when the dice are not on your side, it's really hard. 15. Okay, I'm going to use my inspiration to see if I can get this attack. 22. That will hit. Congrats. Let's try number number two. Uh, that'll be over 20, so that will hit as well. Woohoo. Alrighty. Oh, that was satisfying. That would be 22 points of damage. Holy shit. That is a solid... Is that just one hit, or is that both? No, that was both. That was both. All right, gotcha, gotcha. Both with a great axe. Gotcha. The Sharkto Crab, you knock out a few of its legs with your axe. You don't, like, break them, right, because you're still being very sparing, but it trips, mm -hmm. and it, like, takes a stumble, and it falls for a bit. It's barely hanging on. You do hear the panicked, shrill voice of the Biomancer behind you. Do not kill my Sharkto Crab, please! Oh my god! <laughs> I'm trying not to, but we need to get it down. You're doing great, comrade. <laughs> Thank you. Cinder, it's all you. We'll salute. Okay, I... How are you going to choose to be not helpful this round? <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. What if I told you you could end this all right now? I mean, I was thinking about it, but then I started thinking about something else. No, your inspiration's great. Do whatever you want. I want you to do whatever else you were going to do But what if I instead. told you... There are more martinis in the world of Ravnica. <laughs> okay, I'm just going to do my first thing. So I'm going to cast a Firebolt again. Yeah, you are. And... Ooh. So 24. That will hit. Cinder, how would you like to finish the Sharkto Crab? Oh my god, Cinder doesn't know not to kill it. <laughs> I mean, the Biomancer's been screaming, please don't kill my Sharkto Crab. But... Yeah, but what are you going to do, Cinder? Kill the Sharkto Crab. <gasps> Brutal. Yeah, I mean, shit, I don't know. How do you hit it with a firebolt and not kill it? Like, Just think of your personality. I don't think he cares enough. Yeah, he doesn't. No, I'm just hitting him with a firebolt. Fuck it. But also, like, I think if all of you have been trying to not kill it, it's not like one little tick that's a malicious is going to take it down, like, to death, right? Like, you've all, like, you've not been, like, chopping off limbs and stuff. It's not losing blood. Like, it's losing a little bit of blood, but not, like... <laughs> But if Cinder, if you want to kill it, you can kill it. You can. I will give you a way. No, if there's if there's a way to not kill it with this, that's fine. What is it? Can I hit him with a head with a firebolt and he just gets knocked out, or is it gonna catch him on fire, or like I don't For know? For sure, I have a couple ideas. So, how much damage are you doing? Well, I didn't even roll because you just said, "How do I want to do it?" Oh, that's true. I told you not to. Man, I'm such a confusing person. I don't understand this game. No, just imagine just... trying to date me. It's terrible. <laughs> I got nine points of damage here. Nine. All right. So, as it lurches forward, having its legs swept out from under it, you hit it square in its shark chest, I don't know, like, below its head, right, but between its arms, and it reels back again, and it starts to teeter towards the Viscopa bank, and it lands on top of it. Come on, man! It's still, like, alive, but it is down for the count. I really wish I had one more round because what I wanted to do this time was send my unseen servant to go get crab legs and then do vicious mockery while I'm eating crab while legs. While you eat the crab legs. <laughs> I wish you could have too. What that would have been perfect. Move. So congrats. We now find ourselves 
out of the initiative <sighs> and you see around you all these like large golden runic circles start appearing and like these prisms of light start encapsulating some of these ravens as you see a troop of Azorius soldiers all in like white and ivory armor with like blue accents and capes start storming in from the plaza they're casting their runes of binding trying to seal up any we know riffraff and other creatures trying to get the situation under control and you see a handsome fellow with a messy crop of brown hair walk over to you in his Azorius plate and he says Callum Gray of the Azorius Senate I see you've dealt with the Shakto crab what can you tell me what's going on here it seems that we had a uh, simic outbreak. A couple of creatures were under the influence of some uh, treacherous being. But both of them are knocked out, and this uh, simic biomancer over here will take them away from the city so the people can be safe. And then the simic biomancer is going to, like, on his hands and knees, just be like, Please don't kill my Sharkto crab! It's not his fault! And then Callum will sort of, like, compose himself for a second and say, with all due respect, we cannot let you just take this creature by yourself. We'll have to send some arresters. Boys, lock it up. And you see they take, like, they have, like, staves with, like, glowing circles around them, and the rings, like, expand to fit the size of the Sharkto crab and begin to make sort of, like, chain links around it as it starts to, like, levitate away. Commander, I do ask that you listen to the Simic Biromancer. If he says it's not his fault, it's not his fault. He's just another creature. I would like to step in uh, and I'm going to say, hi, I don't really care whether it was his fault or not. I think that we still need to be compensated for the damages to our establishment done by this creature. So who do I need to speak to about being compensated for these damages? Can't you see that there are bigger forces at work right now? <laughs> a lot of homes have been destroyed. A lot of people have lost their very lives. We're all very fortunate to be standing where we are right now. I understand we're in the middle of a calamity. But the bank's going to have to wait for a minute. Isn't tomorrow a bank holiday anyway? Industry waits for no man. And the debts that exist today are going to exist tomorrow. So I don't see why other people's happiness should concern me because the bank needs to keep running for the welfare of the whole city. Well, if the debts are already going to exist, why not wait 24 hours? And with that, Callum's going to turn to face Uzizia then and say, Can you get the Boros Legion to lock down Tin Street? I'm afraid we're not going to be having a celebration tonight. Not while this enemy is amongst us. This whole night is a celebration. Then out of nowhere, just because Nirakov is still raging, he just goes, What? No party? I'm so sorry. <laughs> Callum does like a small jump. We can uh, celebrate with the uh, safety of the citizens of Ravnica. It will be done. Thank you. And then he'll like pause for a second and like mull something over in his mind and say, once this all is clear and we're no immediate danger, I would like to invite you all to come visit me at the, at the Senate office. We have much we need to discuss. May I ask for a little more than that? It seems like all four of us? Yes, all, all four of you. These incidences you know, the blue eyes and the mind control, like creatures and things doing things outside of their nature. It's, it's not an isolated event, and if there is a force that wishes to tear down all of Ravnica, it is but the only logical solution that we all band together to try and stop it. Sounds like a group project. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but our enemy assumes that we will all stick to our individualist ways. The best way for us to move forward is together. 
Certainly, my comrades in the Selesnia Conclave can understand such a notion. If we are here to save the integrity of Ravnica, then yes, we must work together. Let our threads bind so we create a beautiful tapestry. The beautiful tapestry <laughs> of life. And I'm sure if you can assist the Senate in this matter, and if Ravnica still exists in a week, we can see about rebuilding the bank. Now, if you don't mind, I do have matters I should be attending to. And he'll turn back to his squadron. He'll do like a brief bow and then head back on his way. We'll see you soon. And as the camera pans out on the ruins of the 10th District Plaza, some ill-timed magic sigils let go some fireworks as a bell tower nearby crumbles. Happy New Year. Ravnica acquaintance be forgot and on our mind will shark do crab my friends <laughs> yeah if we're gonna sing then for I need the a drink for the simic combine hey. good hey. session everybody yay